Time again for the weekly podcast from the cabin in Crapper Creek, Alaska. So good to have you. My name's Glenner. I am your luscious host. Uh, in the next 30 minutes or so, we're joined by lovely Maria for an episode of Makeup or Breakup. Plus, we talk dressing inappropriately at work, something she knows about. Dr. D with some animal news, pet news for you. Foodie Roundup, new slogans for California. Legendary rocker Carmine Apiece slams on Motley Crue and will tell you why. Plus an interview with my man Keith Roberts from the Young Dubliners. All this week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. The podcast. Welcome to Alaska if you're new to the state. We've got a lot of new folks moving in. It's not like California where everybody's pretty much moving out. You seen what's happening there? I mean, mass exodus out of the state again for good reason. I mean, their liberal governments pretty much run the thing into the ground. It is, uh, you know, and no, I'm not like, I guess I am bashing on liberals, but I bash on the conservatives because they're equally as nuts. Being a moderate, I like to look at both of you and just make fun. That's all. It's all in jest. But so many people leave in California. Apparently, the government there, the state government is now trying to create all these uh, tourist campaigns to get people not only to visit, but to move to California because, you know, there's <laughs> so much to offer there. So we thought maybe we can't, we came up with some slogans that might help out the great state of California. Come to California and poop anywhere. California, another day, another new tax. California, come for the wildfires, stay for the mudslides. You're the earthquakes. California, sure, gas is $7, but don't drive an electric car or you'll crash our electric grid. California, where the only plastic allowed is either in your face or in your boobs. California, with so many people leaving, you can take your pick of houses to squat in. Come to Hollywood and make your dreams come true. Just kidding. Applebee's needs a new waiter. They're hiring down there. It's off La Brea, I think. Take the 110 over. To, yeah. Just like Disneyland, even our riots are magical. California, sorry, we have no benefits, unless you're homeless or an immigrant. California, where even the barbecue joints are vegan. Finally, here's the last little. I think this one could really help them out. California! Eh, just turn around now, you can't afford it. From the farthest north rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Joining us, it is Dr. D. That would be Dr. D. Thornell, Animal House Veterinary Hospital. A little truth about cats and dogs. Answer some pet questions. We try to get her in here each week to do so. Hi, D. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. All right. So um, uh, let's talk. We've got a couple questions to go over here. Okay. We've got a couple questions. So let's go with our first question, okay? Okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. Well, I've got a Labrador. And ever since he was a tiny little puppy, he likes to carry around stuffed babies and now he's eight years old and he still carries around stuffed babies he cannot he can't uh he can't come up to anybody without his stuffed baby 
Oh, really? So it, it, it's become more of a crutch for him then. Right, so yeah. I, at this point, I would say let's keep him away from young children. <laughs> Last thing we need them to do is carrying around a, a living child. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to... So, so is the question, why does he do that? Or how do we stop yes. him from doing that? No, I'm just curious as to why he does that. Because I got him... Uh, when he was about four months old from um, a young girl who was selling him. And I was wondering if maybe he had some kind of trauma before I got him that made him very dependent on, it's like he's carrying a blankie around. Right. You know, now, can, have, you, have you changed it? Have you gotten him a new one? Or is this the same old ratty one? No, he's got a whole bucket full of them. Okay. <laughs> there, that's your problem right there. So he doesn't have a favorite. No, he just oh, okay. he, he just has. He, um, he'll he'll take any stuffed animal and put it in his mouth. Well, no, she says only the babies, only like the oh. human babies, not just stuffed animals. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, um, you know, dogs talk with their mouths because they don't and handle things because they don't have fingers and you know things like that. So when they want to show things off, sometimes they'll do that. Like, hey, look what I got. You know, want to you know, and as long as he's not chewing it apart, it means he's got some kind of you know thought process that he really you know appreciates and cherishes this and it's probably not due to trauma in his life it's probably something that was just made him feel good you know uh that's all like i'm a shaman and you know prove me wrong no (laughs) no but it's you know i've had a dog that did that too i'm sure a lot of dogs carry balls around like that but that's because they're saying hey throw this or a stick i'll see them out for a walk i i my black lab when he would just carry it just in case you needed it he had one handy yeah right so, you know, I think it's a, I don't think it was a bad thing. I don't think he, you know, was, you know, stabbed with forks and things when he was a baby. I think he just likes it, and it's a comfort thing to him. Right. And as long as he's not going for the real babies, as I mentioned, I think we're yeah, okay. Yeah, but, you know, you could train it a little bit so he could at least be a daycare provider. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One more question here for you, Dee. Okay. Yes. Um, uh, I just- hi. 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 Uh, <laughs> X-Rock Radio. Who is this? Hi. Hi. Um, this is Amber. I just had a question for Dr. D because I heard that she was going to be on your radio show today. Yes. Yes. You have a question for Dr. D. What is your question? So I have an older pet that I'm looking to cremate, and I have used her cremation services before, but I've looked into a bigger clinic down the road, and they're using something else called aquamation. Aquamation. Yeah, and I just wanted to know what the difference was and what, I mean, really, what's the difference? Okay. Uh, First question, is your pet dead yet? No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm jumping the gun on this a little bit. Now, let's not have this conversation in front of the pet if it's still around. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's ask her. It's good to be prepared. Well, you know, Glenn, I've been in this community for 40 years. And yes. my theory is, you know, I went and did the best cleaning, the best system ever that's eco-friendly. In fact, my crematorium, you get you know your whole pet back you know we do it and i did it because i wanted to make sure i did it and i know you're getting your pet back because you know when you get send it out there's always that little doubt you know if you send it someplace else so i went ahead and got one that was very eco-friendly the newer style um what they do and i hate to say it but this is the facts they put your pet in a cage and melt away the tissue and um you know, so 85-year pet, person of your pet basically doesn't come back to you. Um, and they, you know, then grind the bones into a fine sand and you get the bones back. But I don't know. I just personally, you Wait know, a minute. Is this pet soup? 
We're talking well, about is it pet soup? Is that well, what? Well, I don't know. I, you know, I, I, I started hearing that, and I went because I don't know what they do with the remains. You know, I really respect these pets. I see them from puppies all the way through their life, and as my feeling is, I want to know where they're at. You know, cremation is a acceptable manner. Mine is done in a very eco-friendly way. With the single practitioners that have been here in this town, we we kind of bond with our clients, and I want them to know that I'm taking the same respect for their pet after they're gone as they would before and there's something about it that I said oh heck no I'm not doing that there that's we just go. like creepy you right. know? So there we go if that's you want right. special that's what we do it's and special treatment uh, uh, before fine. during and after the life of your pet D yeah. thank you so much hey thanks so much and- thank okay. you so much alright have a great day bye <laughs> Hey, you hungry? Are you ready for second breakfast? I am. I'm always ready. I could eat all day. I just love to eat. And I love to talk about food. That's why I bring you the Foodie Roundup. Yeah! All right. Take a look at the world of food, shall we? Uh, we kick off with Taco Bell. They're bringing back the Mexican pizza. Which is great news for people who love pizza, but wish that it would burn more when they poop. <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Uh, speaking of fast food, Chick-fil-A has revealed menu hacks to upgrade your order. So you can upgrade it to, I don't know, something that tastes good? Tito's Vodka is selling $20 empty cans to, quote, troll the canned cocktail craze. Yeah, they want you to make your own cocktail inside and then give the proceeds to go to charity or something like that. Empty cans? Yeah, okay. Ah, Snickers. You know, everybody, all foods now are trying to reinvent themselves and just getting stupid. Every week we do the foodie roundup and more stupid. Here's the next one. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. It's... It is very American in 2022. A new seasoning blend that makes everything taste like Snickers is being rolled out. Now, I could see it on ice cream and milkshakes, maybe pancakes. So it's a dessert thing. But I don't know. Remember before the, the, the same brand released Twix versions last year. Before that, they did sun, Cinnamon Toast Crunch ones called Cinnadust. All right, that sounds delicious. I would add the Cinnadust and the Snickers Sprinkles Seasoning Blend to everything. All right, survey says the average person eats 21 cookies a month. Chocolate chip, still the fave. Really? Followed by peanut butter cookies, double chocolate chip, oatmeal raisin, and shortbread. Where's the snickerdoodle? Where's the uh, golden glenners? Have you had a a golden glenners? Imagine a chocolate chip cookie, but instead of chocolate chips, there's almond slices, and it's got a little bit of almond extract flavoring to it. They're awesome. The average American eats 21 cookies a month. One in four admit to eating more than that. I eat way, I probably eat two or three cookies a month, if that. 41% of us think we've had enough of them in our lifetime to call ourselves a cookie expert. Okay. And 61% say a really good cookie can turn your day around. Wow. That's a boring day. All it takes is a cookie. All right, the fact that there's no ranch-flavored lip liner to go with this is a kind of a missed opportunity. Applebee's is now selling its own line of lip glosses that are supposed to taste like chicken wings. 
It's called Saucy Gloss. Hot buffalo, sweet chili, honey pepper, and barbecue. That's something you'd actually want to wear. They partnered with a makeup brand, and they're selling it at Winky Lux. They're using the tagline, taste my face. Okay, that is just creepy and wrong. Meanwhile, another company will pay you a 100K a year to taste test candy. And kids can apply too. Are they going to pay for your diabetes insulin shots as well? Good news, bad news, good news. You might be able to snag free donuts this weekend. Bad news, they're mustard donuts. Because it's National Mustard Day. You can get mustard-flavored donuts and they'll mail them to you. Because that's what you need. And finally, a fancy feast. You know, why not? We're blending everything else. The brand Fancy Feast is opening a pop-up restaurant in New York where all the food will be based on their cat food flavors. Gatto Bianco, it's called. means white cat in Italian. They got Michelin star chefs to do dishes for humans based on them. Yeah. Baked sea bass with capers and olives, braised beef and spinach polenta. Mmm. Can you bring your cat? Oh, some of you will. That's your foodie roundup. Meow! All right, it is time for Makeup or Breakup, and that's why I always bring in Lovely Marie. It's good to get a female perspective on these because, well, you know, I'm a guy and guys are pigs and we're stupid. So let's get in somebody that knows something. Uh, it's uh, Maria. Hi, baby. How are you today? I'm good, baby. You I'm look sure You look amazing today. That is so sexy, that outfit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you do. You look amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anywho. Here we go. Uh, now, you and I, we've, we've, we've been around the block. We know what's going on. You have a good handle on this kind of stuff. And ladies are always coming up to you, and you're constantly having to play Mother Teresa for absolutely everybody and answer everybody's problems. And you have a way of women that are, are like train wrecks. They just kind of, they're like a moth to the flame with you. Oh, I'm a magnet for sure. You're a crazy magnet, but um, but not all. You've got a lot of friends that are just awesome that aren't crazy, but it seems like some of them are a bit crazy, and they're always yeah. coming to you for advice. So that's why we bring you in. So let's go with this one. Okay. Uh, this one is a girl. She says they've been dating about three uh, months, and it's been great. We're still in that honeymoon phase, but things have been progressing rapidly. The other day, he was at my condo, and I was in the shower. When I got out, uh, he wasn't around. Went over and glanced at his laptop. There's a file on his desk with my name on it. Clicked on it. Found about a hundred nude photos of myself. Some were ones, though, that I had actually sent him. But others were ones I was unaware of, like including one he had just taken of me in the shower. Uh, He walked back in the door from outside, so I was looking at it. And he almost proudly said, so what do you think? I told him I thought it was kind of creepy. He said, why? You look amazing. I want to have a... I want to always have as many photos of you as possible so I can just stare at this goddess that you are. I asked him what he did with the photos, and he assured me he never sends them anywhere. They're only on his laptop, and it's protected. It didn't feel too great since I just walked up and accessed him. Told him I wanted him to delete all of them, and it caused a fight. He said he never uses anything other my photos except for alone time. And he thought he w- that I would be flattered. I'm actually thinking of ending this over uh, over this M. Am I overreacting or should I end it? Oh, dude, that's so easy. First, 
Get to that phone again and delete that file. Or the uh, the the laptop. Yeah. Yep. Get to it. Delete that file and then kick his ass to the curb. The creepy son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. And you make sure no, that you don't delete sugarcoat it, it honey. I'm Tell me sorry. how you really no, that's feel. Super creepy. And make sure when you delete the file, delete the delete file. Well, remember she did send some to his phone, so he does have some uh, on his phone that she sent him. Well, that makes her an idiot. I no. can't help her with that. You've sent me some uh rarely like maybe twice and if you ever do anything with them i'll kick your ass well hold on a second i gotta go to facebook really quick and delete something i'll be right back (laughs) you're in so much trouble um shower thoughts with glenner thank god that farting is more like burping and not more like sneezing From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. But even better, if you're in the Caribbean, that's where I'm in. Uh, Carmine of Peace is calling us from, from his vacation home in St. Martin. Life is so rough. Hey, Carmine, how are you? Life is so rough, man. Yeah, oh, sure. Just trying to get so, through all it. All we're doing is, so we're doing is fixing things over here. Oh, hell, we're man. To, yeah, we're trying to hook up an Apple TV. We're trying to... You know, fix uh, all the, take out all the, um, what do you call it, air filters and the air conditioning units. Ah, there you go, folks. Yeah, uh, man, le- legendary like rockers, just like you and me. All right. We're working on the sink. I'm, probably, I'm picturing some Carmine a piece of butt crack as he's bent over there fixing the thing. No, uh, no. I'm still in my shorts. <laughs> okay. That's probably for the best. Um, a couple of interesting things that happened in rock this week I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, and one of them uh, right here is the... Slash from Guns N' Roses says he's mm-hmm. never had a copy of their debut album, Appetite for Destruction. He, oh, that's pretty, that's pretty funny. Yeah. He says, uh, uh, if you were to come to my house, you'd be hard-pressed to know I was even in a band. I mean, there's instruments around, but I don't have any souvenirs. I have nothing special from the release over the years. He made well, it clear he didn't call. even collect them. That Yeah, uh, but my God. Now, I know you have a nice... Is, is there certain things you <laughs> wish... From uh, the days that you would have had or kept or held on to that didn't? You know what I just found? I just found a Beethoven piece analog um, test pressing, like a demo. They used to do like demos of something that's going to be analog on a record tag. And what it was was the three of us trying to do a Christmas message to Japan. <laughs> it is so freaking funny. So I'm record I'm recording it. I recorded it on my on my system and I'm gonna sell that to, you know, whoever wants it on my merch thing because, you know, I will autograph it. I got a copy of it. I don't need the Oh actual. you you ought to send me just the audio so I can play just the some of the audio uh, on the show. Some, there's a lot of curse words in it. That's all right. Yeah. This is a rock radio. Be- We're fine. <laughs> You'll have to beep it. I, I, I will. Can I say it now? Can I say it now? There's one classic thing. Jeff Beck says, we'd like to wish you a Merry Christmas, but we got no fucking oil. That was 1973 <laughs> with, with the oil embargo going on. And we oh. just, it was just so funny. It's just so funny. Oh. I don't know if we should play it on the air, but I, I'll send it to you. All right. So before I let you go, video just surfaced from a Motley Crue show in Kansas City, Missouri earlier this month. 
where uh, Tommy Lee doesn't sit down at his drum kit fast enough and the count in for Looks That Kill starts before he even started playing. Loudwire reached, so it looks like they basically used a drum track for Tommy Lee Excuse during me. the concert. Excuse me, they're using everything. What do you mean, like all, all, everything? Facts, facts. Oh, really? The whole band is? Pretty much. Wow. You know, when you're in an arena tour like that, you know, you don't hear anything coming off stage, you know? Wow. So my gut is they're using everything. Now, you've never used a, a drum track, have no, you? Never. No, never. Well, you know, I mean... And never will. I know, I know, man. That's because you're a legend. Tommy's fudging. Uh, Vince Neil looks and sounds bad. Mick Mars can't even stand up straight due to his debilitating arthritis. No, but I've been talking to Mick. Oh, have you? Talked to him, yeah, I've been talking to Mick. Uh, talking three times on this tour. How's and he doing? He's doing okay, you know, but he's, he's like the player's guitar. <laughs> so do you th- is he tracking as well? Against his will. Oh, man. There you go. You, you know what? Everybody knows it. Everyone I talk to tell me that. The general public people are telling me. They went to see them and they said, man, you can tell they're not even playing. It's oh, like, so so it's they're not even covering it up well. I guess not because I've had people that went to see him that said that. They said that to me. I said, wow. Wow. That's, that's that obvious. But then again, you know, if they were playing in the theater... It would be obvious because when you're in the theater, you hear sounds that come off the stage. When you're in a huge stadium, you don't hear anything coming off the stage. There you go. You know? so it's all PA system. That's why we bring yeah. them in. That's Carmina Peace. Dude, we'll let you go. Uh, get back to your okay, home bro. repairs there in St. Martin, and we'll talk again next week. Thanks, buddy. Okay, bro. There's a list that came out, and guys can relate to this. You know, innocent comment immediately sounds dirty if you end it with the words, if you know what I mean. For instance, man, he really stuffed that pork chop. If you know what I mean. And then he fed the kitty. If you know what I mean. See, I think the creepier you say, if I know, if you know what I mean, the better as well. That kind of adds to it. Oh, I'll lick that plate clean. If you know what I mean. A little wink. Maybe helps with these. Yeah, I'll rotate your tires, if you know what I mean. I'd knock something loose, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm going to go wax the Chevy, if you know what I mean. Polish the old rifle, if you know what I mean. (laughs) I think married guys probably do it all the time, trying to make everything into a sexual innuendo around the wife. See if maybe she's interested. You're always fishing. Always fishing, because let's admit it. When you're married... I don't care if you're having sex every day. It's not enough, right, guys? Because we're guys, and we're we're beasts, and we're creatures, and we're nasty and disgusting. But yeah, married guys, honey, will you do the laundry? Yeah, I'll do your laundry. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll dry those dishes. I'll dry them real good. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I can I can help you make that bed all right. Yeah, I'll make that bed real good. Which usually falls with, what? And then she gets upset. It's like, oh, yeah, baby, I can sleep on the couch alone tonight, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Hello? Honey? Hello, honey? I'll get my own pillow, thanks. 
Okay, this is all weird news. I just got some really weird news. That is weird. It's time for the Crumba Creek World News Report. And let's get right into your headlines this week. Are you a Sprite fan? It's like, you know, 7-Up's ugly little cousin. Well, Sprite's no longer going to be sold in green bottles. Fortunately, I'm a woke person in 2020, so I don't see color, man. Apparently, dangerous bacteria was found in Mississippi soil. Kind of scary, but still the thing Mississippi residents fear the most are salads. Come on, let's... Hershey says it will not meet Halloween uh, demand for their candy this year, but even worse, candy corn says they will. Ugh, damn it. Banana boat sunscreen contains a known carcinogen. Just me or should banana boat also be the title of Pam and Tommy Lee's sex tape? That would have made perfect sense. Pamela loves her bananas. Uh, Google CEO says their employees are just not productive enough. Ironically, it's probably because they waste a lot of time clicking around on fucking Google, for Christ's sake. The so-called murder hornet has been renamed. Yeah, apparently it's found a good defense lawyer because the murder hornet will now be known as the second-degree manslaughter hornet. So apparently there's a new scam where people are out in public pretending to play the the violin for money. Really? What is this world coming to? Seriously, what happened to the good old-fashioned blowjob in the alley? Slackers. Too bad. Okay. Solar storm from a hole in the sun hit Earth the other day. Analysts feared it would disrupt the internet and force millions of families to have to interact with one another. God forbid. Finally, in your World News Report this hour, health experts say a daily avocado reduces cholesterol. Oh, cool. I would call it nature's medicine, but come on, we all know that's mushrooms, right? This has been the Crumpet Creek World News Report. From the cabin of Crapper Creek, Alaska, it's so good to have you hanging out with us in the cabin, uh, getting ready here on the farthest North Rock station on Earth, because we've got another show for you. We've had some good ones this summer, and man, way to kick off August. Coming up this Thursday night at the Spur, one of my all-time favorites. I uh, There's few bands that I catch every time they come to town, and this is one of them. And it's my man Keith and the crew from the Young Dubliners, Keith Roberts, on the phone with us right now. I take it from L.A. You're back home right now. You're still down in Santa Monica, Keith. Uh, well, not at the moment. We're still wandering around the great country on our way up to you. So, okay, yeah, well, but, but home, that is still home base, Santa Monica? No, I actually, I moved up to a place now called San Luis Obispo. Oh, okay. I know uh, where that is. A beautiful yeah, place. Right between, wow, look at you. In San Francisco, I know. How to get out of the big city. Yeah, well, that's well, see, now you got to deal with uh, Karen from the Homeowners Association, so good luck with that. Yeah, well, no, the truth of it is I got lucky, went out into the boonies, and oh, okay. uh, so now, now it's just I'm around the winemaker. So ah, there we go. Oh, my but, God. Oh, my God. That's like a moth to a flame. But, well, uh, I know. <laughs> it's dangerous. It's not exactly what my mother would have wanted me to do. They're moving there to more booze. 
Oh, my God. Now, Young Dubliners, of course, uh, one of our all-time favorites. We jam them here in rotation on X-Rock. Uh, you guys just a crowd favorite everywhere you go. This place, you know, you got so many fans that are, you know, pumped up for this show. I'm trying to think, how long has it been since you were in Fairbanks? Well, we, you know, we did that show at the Loon uh, the year before it burned down, and then that was it. Wow. And so, we, uh, you know, I can honestly tell your listeners that I know bands always say, oh, we can't wait to be there, but you know us, you know how much we love yes. Fairbanks. So yes. being gone so long was actually brutal. And what, uh, oh, and go, we, man, it was brutal for us, too, you know, it was brutal for us. Just, yeah, go ahead. I know. When we played a couple of uh, times up there, we did the State Fair last year, and then we did... Uh, you know, down south at the, in Kenai and stuff like that, but always missed going back up to Fairbanks. So once we found out about the Spur and found out that they were kind of taking over uh, the mantle, it was brilliant. And so the whole band really is excited. We've got some new crew guys who are literally freaking out that they're going to Alaska. Oh, they're going to love it. We'll have to hook you up with all the proper stuff and make sure you guys have a good trip as well. Now, of course, uh, yeah, the Spur, great venue. Good night. They revamped their sound system. Great room. We've had some good shows there. You're going to love it. Of course, once again, Keith Roberts, we're talking Young Dubliners in concert this Thursday night. Get your tickets online uh, at the door. I wouldn't wait. You can always suck up to your favorite radio people. You never know. But uh, big show now. You're doing here Thursday and then you're heading down the road, aren't you? Yeah, we're going down then to uh, Eagle River. Right, okay. Uh, where, where we're going to play Mountain News Brewing, and then we go down on Saturday to the uh, Kenai uh, Beer Festival in, in uh, Salt Dogman. So oh, boy, it sounds uh, like a rough gig, a rough couple of gigs. We just gave away tickets to see Tesla at the brewing company, so you're in good hands. That stage is warmed up and ready for you guys to that's, absolutely that's destroy it. Now, uh, let's talk. We were talking a little bit about new music, and we were talking about some of our favorite bands, The Clash and The Jam and what have you. And you said your your new album coming out has got a little bit of that raw sound coming back to it. Yeah, we definitely, you know, when when the whole COVID hit, we sort of went underground. It took about a year to even want to write anything or do anything creative. And then when it hit, it sort of hit me hard, and I, I wrote a lot of songs pretty quickly. And they just seem to have that sort of buzzcocks, clash, jam vibe on a bunch of them. Now, some of them are, are you know, more the Celtic line and, and that we that we do that we're kind of known for some slower stuff. But I was just surprised when I sent the demos to our producer. That's what he said. He goes, oh, my God, you're kind of going back into your, your, your sort of 80s revival. A little roots, uh, 70s, 80s stuff, really, yeah, of, of what I was listening to as a kid growing up. So Right. Well, good, it's a, about, a time some, yeah, about time somebody did it, because Green Day and Blink-182, well, almost, but didn't quite do it for me like the old school. So it's going to be nice. Uh, do you got a uh, release date, title, all that, anything? What are we looking at? Well, we, we're, we're going to record the fall, and the idea is to get it out hopefully by Paddy's Day next year, but uh, in March. But you never know. All right. Uh, you know, you can't really rush these things. But we, it's more as a touring band, getting time off to be able to sit in the studio and actually do it. Yeah, that's uh, so always we, we tough. have a huge, yeah, big summer run, and then uh, by the middle of October, it starts to slow down, and we're not, we've no European tour like last year in November. So we're going to dedicate that to doing the album and I'm, I'm excited because I don't think I've ever been this prepared uh, <laughs> with songs and now it's a case of getting the band we've already rehearsed We're, we'll do a couple of new ones yes uh, that, would, that, would, that haven't been recorded at the oh show, I'm so uh, looking forward to it once again this Thursday night at the Spur folks get your tickets ASAP it's Young Dubliners Keith I'll let you go buddy so glad can't wait to knock back a pint with you we'll see you when you get here we'll hit a pub Absolutely. Sounds good, buddy. See you soon. All right. There it is. Keith Roberts. We're talking young Dubliners in concert, people. Stay tuned.
Well, wrapping it up again from the cabin. Another good one. Want to thank our guest, uh, Dr. D from Animal Planet. We want to thank legendary rocker Carmine Apiece. Keith Roberts from the Young Dubliners and my lovely wife, Maria, of course, for joining us. We'll do it again next week. We've got the five-second rule, perfect gender reveal party strategies, and odd, disgusting things left in Ubers next week from the cabin in Crapper Creek. We'll catch you on the radio live at xrock959.com. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glendertainment production.